0: And welcome back to Feedback Force, the game discussion, analysis, whatever podcast of the End Defender community, or maybe that's the play-by-play network now, I don't know what we're calling ourselves, but I'm Kelso.
1: And I'm Kyla. And I'm Carl. And I'm
2: Chris without a K.
1: Cool. (laughs) Excellent. And
0: we've been playing uh, Beyond Good and Evil.
1: We have. have.
2: Unfortunately.
1: But first we should talk about this week in yeah, this week the this world week we promised last half
0: ish i don't know
1: yeah we promised last time that we would uh make this a cooking podcast oh so everybody has to talk about what they've been cooking recently
0: dude i have been making hella chicken salad sandwiches but i don't like mayonnaise so i've been doing it with a bunch of like okay we had we had an argument about mayonnaise like a couple nights ago. <laughs> Wait, yeah. can, we, can we pause <laughs> for
2: just a moment? And I want to clarify whether hella chicken salad sandwiches are a variety of chicken salad sandwich or just a lot of chicken salad sandwiches.
0: I mean, the if latter, If it's a variety of both, them, I
2: would love to know what I, goes into a hella chicken salad I'm
0: going to tell you my recipe. So because I like mayonnaise <laughs> as an ingredient, but I hate the way it tastes... All green eggy. Dude, mayonnaise. Mm, no. I, I love homemade, mayonnaise. Homemade is... mayonnaise is good. I, as an <laughs> ingredient, but I hate how it tastes. What? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's a texture and moisturizing agent for food. It gives it, <laughs> it. It makes it nice and supple. So, no. To counteract the mayonnaise, I have been putting in a whole bunch of pesto. <clears> and <throat> it's real good. Nice. You so saying... that's that's hella chicken. Are you that saying... That mayonnaise
2: is a push-up bra for food. Totally. Oh,
3: totally. <laughs> I would absolutely agree to that.
1: Yeah, I, the only the only brand of mayonnaise I actually like is like the specific. It's it's Hellman's on the East Coast, which is how I know it. But it's like Best Foods brand on the West Coast. Wait, that's I, the same brand. Yeah. Why wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they, it actually that says on the list. bottle if you look closely, it's like known as Hellman's East of the Rockies. Weird. Uh, <laughs>
0: Because that's what I have in my fridge. <laughs> yep.
1: Well, because I feel like every other brand of mayonnaise has like this weird sweetness to it, and I yep. hate it when mayonnaise oh. is sweet.
2: Yeah, that is true. One hundred percent.
1: Yeah. Oh. So like I like mayonnaise provided it's that exact brand of mayonnaise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> provided the formulation of mayonnaise is exactly equivalent to that one.
1: Yep. The right. uh I I like to put mayo in um
2: Everything? Sorry, what?
1: Oh, no, actually, I was thinking of something else. Never mind, that has butter, not mayonnaise.
2: <laughs> oh, those are easy to confuse. I can understand the problem.
0: I, I have seen a recipe, and I I haven't tried this yet, but I'm really intrigued to try it, where instead of, uh, you make a grilled cheese sandwich, but instead of spreading butter on the outside, as you are grilling it, you spread mayonnaise. Which Perfect. makes sense, because mayonnaise is just oil. With yeah, some, I was gonna say, it is a, yeah. it's a
1: lipid, so it will fry, probably. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so...
1: I was thinking about my deviled eggs recipe, but that actually uses uh, butter and mustard and soy sauce. Interesting.
0: I don't like hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) I don't like soy
1: sauce. Deviled eggs are the best. They are. I just,
0: I don't think I like eggs very much because I really only like them scrambled. I will eat the shit out of some scrambled eggs though, all day or day.
2: I will eat basically any egg. All right. As long as it's not raw. Even the, like,
1: thousand-year-old egg or whatever that recipe is, where they, like, bury it underground for for a while.
2: I know nothing about this.
1: I want to try that. It's like a Chinese thing. They, like, pickle eggs and then bury it underground. It's called, like, hundred-year eggs or something like that.
0: I think they encase them in, like, lye and salt, and and it turns the egg black and gelatinous. And extremely sulphurous apparently is the 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 uh, main Taste's flavor
3: description.
4: Note. Yeah.
0: It looks
3: pretty. Well, but it doesn't look like yeah. an egg.
1: It, it like, looks edible.
3: pretty. <laughs> I think
4: um, it's I think...
1: aesthetically pleasing, but it doesn't look like food. Is it though? <laughs> I don't know. I actually haven't seen a picture recently.
0: Mm, Hundred well.
1: years old
0: egg. I think Ashen's did a video where he ate one, or he he attempted to 100%. eat one, and I think
3: left oh, and Oh, God! Vomited.
1: Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I just found the picture. Wow. I mean, it, it
3: doesn't look like food at all. <laughs>
1: no. It, it would be really beautiful if it was a gemstone of some kind.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: is... But when you think of trying to eat that, that looks horrifying. This
0: is really funny, because... Honestly, oh. What did you look up? How? Hundred, Hundred year, egg? year eggs, Hundred or year century
1: eggs. 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 Um, Holy
2: shit, eggs. it's a geode <laughs> Yeah It's actually a geode
1: <laughs> Oh boy Right, it's like the the white part of the egg becomes brown and the and crystal. yellow yeah, <laughs> <it's like deer-ish laughs> and the yellow part of the egg just looks like mold Yeah, like the
0: white just yeah. turns into jelly Yeah I mean, yes. I'm impressed <laughs> <laughs>
4: Impressed. I would never
2: eat it in my life, but I'm impressed by, by how this metamorphosis occurs.
1: It always It's always curious to me that some person decided that this would be, like, a thing to try and eat. Well, I guess, I guess it's did not- you just, Did you just try and preserve an egg and then forgot about it? And then you're like, let me see if I can still eat this. I am starving. I really want to eat an egg, but this
0: is the only egg I had. I mean, I guess it's not that much weirder than, like, blue cheese- because blue cheese is just cheese that's all full of mold. Yeah, yeah but blue cheese is also god awful. Yeah, oh, true. you're so oh, you poor misguided folks.
1: No, oh, I can I can't it's
0: stand so mold
1: based cheese. Like the the aftertaste of it just tastes like mold. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. why would you want that taste in your mouth?
0: I love it, but I don't really discriminate with cheese like the 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 weirder and funkier your cheese is, let me get up on that. <laughs> I,
2: uh, hate all bitter flavors. Just 100% of them.
1: I, them. Are you, are you... Ironic, considering how bitter you are. Uh, yeah, it know. is. Are you a super taster?
0: I don't know what that means. That means that you have extra, like, um, taste buds, basically, on your tongue. And super tasters are supposed to be really, really, um, sensitive to Bitter. Bitterness. I don't know. I have no I idea. Believe, like I
1: believe I am a super taster because I remember taking, like, a little, like, um, taste strip test in my high school yeah. biology class and there were like two people in the class who actually tasted something on it and I was one of them. Yeah, they
0: like give you a strip with a chemical on it and if you're a super taster you can taste it and if you're not, it just tastes like paper.
2: So. Huh. Neat. I've never taken that test. Yeah, it's, like, but... it's
1: a genetic subgroup of people have like one extra set of flavor taste buds or something.
2: Well, I mean, I, given the other rather odd, rare genetic things that I've become aware of, I, I wouldn't be super surprised. Um, but yeah, I have no idea.
1: Cool. I went. I went to the PCC today, which is our like local, like organic foods marketplace to find some fancy ramen noodles so i can try and make Ooh. my my homemade ramen broth again
2: wow i'm happy for you
1: because yeah. i am i'm super excited because i love ramen but it's very difficult to find a ramen that's really flavorful and also vegetarian yeah um so i found a broth recipe that involves like simmering shiitake mushrooms for like four hours or something and wow it's
4: super good <laughs>
0: yeah i keep thinking like i need to go down so the groupon bite of seattle event is going on and it's like two blocks away and there's just food carts just everywhere just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of food carts and i keep thinking i need to just go down there and buy a whole bunch of fried food but it's so hot and it's so crowded Yeah,
1: it's tough hmm. to eat fried food in hot weather, although that often has not stopped me. Uh,
2: that has never stopped me.
1: (laughs) Basically. Uh,
2: I've I've lived in hot weather my entire life, and always indulged in fried food. Uh, my heart probably isn't happy with me, but I am happy with my
1: heart. But your metaphorical heart, your metaphorical heart is very happy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My soul is, is very happy indeed. Um, I encourage everybody to look at the photo that I, I linked in the Skype chat. It has nothing to do with anything podcasty, but I think uh, it's becoming my image of the day rather quickly. It's a tweet by JP. Um, and I can only only guess as to how he came upon it. Yeah. Um, do
1: you but, want yeah. to describe it for our listeners? Yeah. I mean no, this is a this podcast. Is, no, I, nobody will, think, be to, nobody
0: play, will be
4: able
1: to nobody will see it. No, I do not play
0: well for radio.
2: Exactly. I think what we're gonna do is just let all the the listeners
0: fill in the blank. Uh, if yeah, it helps, just, it's a Harry Potter think. sex joke. I'll link it. I'll link it so, in no, the No, no,
2: end. no. no gosh, I'm not we've already gone too far. We were <laughs> supposed to just like have this sort of discussion around it. Very briefly,
4: uh, I, I, I like to. Curiosity. I do not believe.
1: I do not believe in the like, play up the link and then have people click on it and you know the the like trolling link game. I do not. I do not participate. Oh no, in I the wasn't.
2: I, I was going to advocate that we provide no information whatsoever,
1: we
2: and just, just have this image that we've no, talked no. about, that nobody will know about and everybody will scour the internet to find
1: that oh, um, that's, that's well, not seem still, like a they game. can still scour the internet to find this I think that cat- the category of Harry Potter sex jokes is probably a large image search category on
4: the internet <laughs> <laughs> Kyla you've said it's too it's much search. you're right
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy this is a goddamn train wreck you guys want to talk about beyond good and evil
1: yeah, let's just do that. Jesus, oh. <laughs> that
0: was that was the. So
2: look, I mean, normally I have. I guess just I like have more Hannibal transition. news.
1: If oh. we want to, uh, if we want to, like keep up the tradition of me talking about Hannibal every single goddamn week. I'm okay with that.
2: It, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just that it got moved to Saturdays. Oh, okay. Which is super sad because it means they're they're killing the show. I mean, they already canceled it, but yeah, you know,
2: and neither Netflix nor Amazon want it.
1: Nope. That's so weird. Nope. And, uh... Well, but both for, like, really kind of... Like, reasons that have nothing to do with the show. And everything to do with just, like, scheduling concerns. Because the problem is, like, Brian Fuller is signed on to do the American Gods miniseries. Mm. So, like, production can't start until he's done with that. And, like, Amazon doesn't want it if they have to wait for the next season. And Netflix doesn't want it because Amazon has the streaming rights to the first three seasons... Um yeah. So they don't want to just stream season 4 and so it's all these like little pedantic reasons that it's just really kind of infuriating. It's a big old cluster is what it sounds like. Yeah.
2: So they're being good business people.
1: Mm-hmm. Um yeah, business trumps art once again. But sorry yeah. Chris, I uh, interrupted yeah. you. What were you saying? <laughs>
2: Oh, I was just uh, just going to be depressed about uh, the impending conversation that I have nothing to do with. By all means, continue.
1: Beyond Good Beyond Good and Evil?
0: Uh, no, no, no. The, the Hannibal one.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you can you can at least talk about your experience um, pissing off the cops in yeah. Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll get, talk about that. I mean, let's let's. I, get
4: into I have Beyond things to
2: contribute probably. to Beyond Good and Evil. I have nothing to contribute to Hannibal. So while I put away my milk. You can talk about Hannibal in like two minutes. Should we uh, talk about milk? Did you, did you? We could talk about milk as well, but I I just forgot that I left this gallon of milk jug on my desk, oh, and it needs to so... just go back in the refrigerator because oh I was God, drinking from it.
1: It's not a good place for your milk. Bud. Yeah, especially in Phoenix. Jesus. I mean,
2: uh, it, uh, I <laughs> this summer forgot was like I started drinking from it right before we started this podcast. It's not here for like three hours or something.
4: All right. But Open I was drinking away. from the I'll jug of milk
2: you. and I forgot to put it back. You know, this this is my life. I'm sorry.
4: All right,
1: Hannibal. Yeah, the there was the mid-season finale last night. It was, I don't want to say perfect in every way, but perfect in every way. <laughs> I don't want to, but I'm gonna. <laughs> but I'm gonna because it was amazing. That's and, excellent. You know, I mean, obviously I am biased, and uh, like you know, maybe my 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 uh, opinion should not carry. Like ultimate weight on these things, but I think this is the most fantastic show ever, and uh, and that was an amazing, amazing end to that story arc. And you've got a platform to talk about it, so you're goddamn gonna talk about it, yeah. right? Yeah, I probably talk about it on like every platform that I have even vague access to. Like yeah. I talked, to, I think I talked about it on stream <laughs> last night too. That was before this most recent episode, of course. But yeah, I should just I should just bombard Chris's chat with it for Sunday Night Game Club.
4: Uh, do and, that.
1: <laughs> that'll make him really angry. I'm s so, I'm <laughs> gonna, I gotta I gotta miss it tonight, which is sad, but oh well. For for anyone listening, we do Sunday night game club on Sunday nights where you can go to twitch.tv slash Thanarod and watch us play stuff. Tonight we're doing um we're finishing Kingdom Hearts, but that'll probably be over by the time this podcast goes up, I'm guessing. Um or at least by the time anybody hears it, because I'm going yeah, that's just, like, useless information. Yeah, <laughs> entirely useless information to the people listening to this. Yeah. Probably. I mean, the
0: episode will be out probably before it starts, but.
1: But yeah, unless people listen to it like really right hot off the presses. <laughs> gotta gotta get them like their hotcakes, I guess. Yeah, so, so unlike unlike milk in the summertime, podcasts do not go bad. It's true. Wow. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think Chris is doing probably Shadow of the Colossus next.
2: I I I don't know if it's going to be immediately next. Um, I'm working on some super secret plans for one Sunday game club, and I don't know if that's... I mean, it's supposed to be the next one, but it might be the one after.
4: Okay.
2: Um, and so that's why I'm not totally sure what comes next exactly. You're going to stream
0: our next game, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do it.
2: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well... No.
1: Are you going to stream the thing that we almost did for our next game? <laughs> you
0: you are not allowed to stream that on Twitch, actually. Are That's you true. not? It is you banned. You are not allowed to. Honey, wow. So we, we were thinking about playing Honey Pop for the next game. Honey Pop is banned from Twitch because of lewd.
1: I, I, does it have, like, graphic sexual images when you get to the yes. end of the storylines? Yeah, that makes sense.
2: Um. But yeah, no. Uh, pff, I mean... They didn't think about it.
1: I was, gonna, I was gonna say do they ban Catherine, but now that I think about it, Catherine actually doesn't have any like, overtly... I guess it does have one boss that is a butt with teeth that tries to eat you. Yeah, that is um, true. But
0: the boss is in Catherine. Oh, boy. Yeah. We also talked about playing Catherine, but some of us don't have PS3s, so... Yeah. That's true. Yep.
2: I, well, I. the reason it took me so long to put away my jug of milk for all of the interested listeners who were wondering why it would take me so long to do that... Um, I was really trying to find a way to make a sound that would sound like a distant explosion. <laughs> but I just couldn't find one, so I <laughs> gave up and came back. You
0: you tried. I did, I did. This is this
2: is
3: my troll cast. This I is do,
1: Gold try. Star. <laughs> <laughs> you tried.
3: So should we talk about Byang Good and evil?
1: Yes. Carl, why don't you start <laughs> we're us off because it was our day.
3: Should I start us off?
1: Start us off.
3: Oh god, what to say. So beyond good and evil Is a game does a lot. It does. does. Many things. I I I never actually felt that it did anything bad. Did you feel
0: found any? I think the only thing that I when it popped up I was just like, oh man, was the combat. But even then, the combat wasn't, like, terrible. It was just kind of... Interesting.
1: I so, actually...
4: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Go on.
1: Um, so what I what I said on the forums, which I, I kind of believe pretty firmly, is I felt like this game had a bunch of mechanics that were all in, like, the 80 to 90% range. Like, hmm. none of them were stunningly good, but n- all of them were passable or better like nothing really felt like brokenly terrible yeah
3: really? um, Yeah. totally
1: like I think everybody probably has like one mechanic that was kind of annoying to them whether it was like the combat or the vehicle sections or something like that but they were all doable like they were never like controller snapping frustration um, but they but neither was like the combat was no Kingdom Hearts combat
3: yeah So that being said I gotta say I really hate the combat in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> <laughs> alright why It's just, you just press one button. That's all it feels so good. It doesn't feel good. It feels so good to press
1: that button. Yeah, and you you just press one button in Beyond Good and Evil, too. Yeah, it feels worse than Beyond Beyond Good
3: and Evil. True, but there's less combat (laughs) in Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. It's more combat by bosses. I mean, the other
1: (laughs) thing, too, is that. I have
2: to disagree with the, the combat in Kingdom Hearts. But I will say, I didn't feel bad about the combat in Beyond Good and Evil. Like, it's not Kingdom Hearts, but it felt... Hmm. I, mean, I guess I, because I the control scheme was kind of crappy, and the controls are kind of crap, or the camera angles are kind of crappy, mm-hmm. I expected to have more difficulty with it, but the way it moves your character around to just, like, automatically hit things in certain directions worked really well. So I, I appreciated what they did with the combat.
0: Yeah, even though I mean, it was one button. I'll say, I like, I didn't hate it. It was just, like, out of all the things that the game makes you do a lot, it felt like maybe the least fun thing to do for me. Mm.
1: So. The, the other nice thing about it is if you do have one mechanic that you don't particularly like, the game switches between mechanics regularly enough that you never feel like, or you rarely feel that there's like one arduously long section of this thing. Yeah,
0: like, and yeah, even, you-, you know, there are...
2: Except oh. taking photos. Yeah, probably do that for the entire game.
0: Like there are a lot of sneaking sections, but at any point you can just whack the guys in the in the back with a disc and, yeah. and and kill them, so that's fine.
1: Yeah. And there's like, you know, after you've had a long section of like stealthing around and, you know, doing combat and stuff, then and trying to be careful and taking pictures, you then, you know, go back into the overworld and then you can just bum around in the ship for a while and like it feels very sort of open, and and you, you have to be much less careful in that thing. You just sort of, you know, putter around the place, and that's fun. Yeah,
2: it has an indestructible, like, <laughs> rubber bubble thing.
1: Yeah. You just, like, bump <laughs> into stuff and bounce yeah, off.
2: It, indestructible rubber bumper. It's just not even possible to damage that.
3: My favorite thing in Beyond Good and, Good and Evil was yes, cruise around with your ship and go looking for whales.
0: Yeah, 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 that was so much fun watching. (laughs) Dude, I loved the photography bit. Like, I got so excited when I would see a new animal and be
1: like, "Oh, I can take a picture. I can get some money for this." Yep,
0: we should. I I mean, I feel like
1: we should before we get too in depth with like individual stuff. We should probably just do like a basic overview Mm -hmm. of like this is the story and these are all the mechanics. Yeah. In case people haven't played it, they know what we're talking about. And also, this probably goes without saying, but. We're gonna spoil the heck out of this game, so this is yes. a for huge spoilers. Alert. Yeah. yeah. Yep.
4: Um,
1: okay, so basic overview of the different mechanics. Yeah. Um Carl, do you wanna take point or should you want just want me to do it?
3: <laughs> so the different mechanics. You got the photography me- mechanics, we can start with that. Since Yep. You get points for taking pictures of different animals. And uh, and
2: plants, I noticed.
1: No, just plants no. that are also animals, like uh, anemones, basically.
2: Mm, all right, fine. The very, fine. the very,
1: the very plant. I could animals. swear
2: that I I got like to take a photo of basically a fungus, which I'm just not sure that I would consider an yeah, animal. Yeah, there's a lot but... of
1: stuff that's like amoebas and like... Yeah, the <laughs> amoebas yeah.
2: were... Rather massive.
1: But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giant amoebas.
2: <laughs> their, their single cell was like your
3: head, but... <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, that's, that's how they roll on Hillis. You know. I gotta
3: say, what I really liked about the photography is that it used it in a like, taking photo of the map and analyzing that. and
0: I loved that a lot, actually.
1: Yeah, it's not just, like, a little side quest thing. It's like, no, actually, sometimes your main mission objective is take pictures of these, like, important secret things that are going on so that you can expose the, like, evil conspiracies. Yeah, like, you can't you can't get out of the dungeon sections like the NutriPills
0: factory and the Slaughterhouse. You can't leave until you take the pictures and publish them.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and which... it's kind of... It's
2: one thing that I found kind of neat is that not only does it, you know, have things that you can take pictures of, but it also gives you information about things that you wouldn't take pictures of. Like, it does little yeah. scans of stuff to say... You know even I uh, I don't remember the specific examples that actually helped me, but I do remember pulling out my camera at some point in like the first sort of introductory dungeon um, and looking around for something new to take a photo of and then it just gave me like this scan out information of a door or something. I was like, oh, that's the yeah. thing that I need to do right here. Oh, perfect. And then I just went over and did it.
1: Oh, yeah. There's like a little the little info bubble that pops up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, you don't need to take a photo of this, but just FYI, this is the thing you're looking at right now. Yeah, or, yeah like, exactly. Even...
0: Which is sometimes actually super helpful, which yeah, I like, didn't expect. Even completely ancillary stuff. Like once I was just kind of dicking around with the camera um, in the overworld and I looked up at the sky and it was pointing out constellations.
4: Yeah, that it was amazing. I was yeah. like, that's amazing. so
0: cool. So good job, camera mechanic. Yep. What else? Okay. Let's...
1: So that's photography.
0: There was what's more to that. Mm-hmm. The
3: stealth. Uh,
1: yeah. Yep. Stealth. Stealth was interesting. You just yeah.
0: kind
2: of sneak, right? Or is there something like yeah, super so special? Yeah. So you,
1: about you it? sort of have to be in crouch mode. Yeah. And there's your fairly typical like guards wander in a pattern, and you have to get like you have to stay outside of their vision radius. But yeah. you can also use like you get a little mini disc shooter that you can use to create fake noises to get them to look uh, other ways. Okay, cool. Um, but you also have the ability if there's only like one or two guards in the room, you can um, take out their. They have like, like tanks. Yeah, they're like oxygen tank or whatever. Nope. It is. It's probably not oxygen, but it is uh, oxygen. Is it? Well, because they're, so they're if all... you take a picture. Does it say oxygen? Okay. Because I assume that they're like, they're crazy aliens, so they probably breathe something other than oxygen, but maybe it's just an (laughs) oxygen tank. Uh, But at any rate, it's their little air tank, and uh, if you hit it once, it just starts like fizzing, and they aren't able to see, Um, so you can just walk, you can just walk around the place, Um, and if you hit it a second time, then it like, the fizz becomes a little jet, and they they fly (laughs) off into the air and explode. Perfect. Okay. Nice. (laughs) But if there's, if there's two in the room and you only do it to one of them, then the other guard will come over and fix the leak. Huh. So yeah. if you're fast, you can take out two guards, but usually if there's more than two, it's difficult to take out the tanks without somebody else fixing yeah. gotcha. them.
0: Sometimes if, if the second guy comes over to fix the first guy's tank, you can just get the second guy's tank while he's yeah. fixing the other guy's tank, which I liked to do. It right. yep. was a nice strategy. I, I, so the stealth is nothing special. Like, it's pretty basic, just avoid the vision cone stuff. It felt good, though. But it felt really good. They did some cool stuff with it, and it was really well designed. Like, if if you created a diversion, and the, like, one guy sort of gets out of sync with the other guy, um, you know, they'll they'll wait until they're synced back up. So there's never a point where you can screw up any segment to a point where it's impassable without stealthing through it which I thought was um really nice. Really nice of them to do to not let the seg- segments get fucked up. And there were some no. interesting bits like I know in the Slaughterhouse there's one part where there's like fog of some sort covering the ground mm, and you yeah, have to sneak through cool. the fog. Yeah, that was...
1: you're like right in front of them but you're a little bit under their field of view hidden in the fog layer. Yeah, that was that, that was that was
0: that was cool. So,
1: yeah. I, I enjoyed
0: the stealth. For those
2: uh, one one point worth making about the camera thing, which I don't, I don't think we made, is that that is, at least, to my impression, your main source of income throughout the game, or at least a very significant source yeah. of uh, your currency income throughout the game, mm-hmm. where like every new kind of species of creature that you run into, including hostile ones, so like you can take photos of the things that are attacking you if you're quick about it.
4: Yeah,
2: um, will pay you some amount of. Credits or money or whatever they call it, yeah, uh, probably to be expected. At least in my experience, the ones that are hostile tend to pay you a lot more. Yeah. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you take photos while you know your your pig friend tanks all the damage or something, you'll you'll get a lot of money.
3: Yes. Yeah. Gotta say though that that money was. Useless in this game. I
2: would say. Yeah, it it is overabundant, at least.
1: It's it's pretty abundant. I think there's a a lot of stuff in this game assumes that you are not going. You are not trying to find every single animal. Like it's assuming that you're sort of. It's built Deeper. so that you can just breeze through it without spending time on any optional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The the
3: only uses usage of money is to get pearls, basically. Uh,
1: and, pearls, and no, to get health get. from vending machines.
3: Yeah, like you you pay, pay buffs
1: and and
3: uh, for that you really have purpose. an abundance of money. I yeah. well, so what
1: I did was I just every time I ran into a vending machine, I just bought everything in the vending machine. Basically, that's pretty much what I did. <laughs> um, the it is useful also sometimes vending machines have um, the the PA ones or whatever they're called that mm-hmm. actually give you more like more maximum health permanently. Yeah. Oh that's nice. Yeah. I should have
2: those... been looking for those.
1: And the the pods that you add to your ship's health yeah. as yeah. well. So that's that's useful to get from vending machines.
2: Neat. Um, um, and then there is the
1: boat. I mean was there anything good... else was there anything left to say about the stealth sections, or did we pretty much cover that? It
3: went on a bit too long, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> some of them some of them got a little bit like eye rollingly like complex, although there's the there's an area where you're climbing up the rooftops in the town that was yeah. hard, but kind of really cool because you have sections where like you have to sneak by the window when the guard isn't yeah, facing the that window was so
0: cool and like the the little bit at the end of it where you like fall off and double h catches you is that yeah. the same place yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was a really neat like. That felt good when I when you do it. it felt yeah. Really good.
1: Yeah, and sometimes they they change up the stealth sections with, uh, like, as the stealth ends, it changes into a running section, where you have to like yeah you have to run towards the camera usually. Sometimes away from the it's, camera.
0: It's like those like just sprint around obstacles. Indiana Jones run from a boulder. I I
1: yeah. didn't
0: like those as much. Probably just because I was bad at them. So I didn't
1: like them the first they time I played the awesome. game, but this time I really enjoyed them actually. Um, the, the other nice thing I was going to say about uh, the stealth sections is that if you die in a stealth section, they pretty much start you, like, right before yeah. the... Uh, they're so generous you, with checkpoints, which yeah, I Yeah, they're appreciate. very generous with the checkpoints. Yeah,
2: which I also appreciate. That is nice.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so then the, the boat is, yeah, the other... Big mechanic. I,
2: uh, yeah, I do believe that is the other big mechanic, which you Gosh, have like boat spaceship. races and all sorts of stuff.
1: Yeah, I noticed that you
2: can get like a space engine and then just take it into space later, yeah. which I wanted to ask about because the space engine looked about as the same size as the ship itself.
1: Uh, It's Um, a different ship. You get a different. Oh, thank
2: goodness!
1: (laughs) You get a bigger ship that actually that your little ship plugs into the bigger ship. Yeah. Oh, like the taxi
2: and the limo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I was really hoping, like really hoping that it just was a straight progression with this little boat. (laughs) <laughs> that just eventually got jettisoned Shot into enormous. space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, you just equip it with enough stuff that it can make it to orbit instead of just floating around on the, the ocean. The
0: little, like, plug plugging in your boat into the ship thing was sort of baffling to me because, like, it's got a separate engine the the ship has a separate engine and it has the space stabilizer like i don't understand why you need the boat but, I think it, I but you can do it from anywhere it's just
2: to make sure you yeah. keep both of them at all times Yeah,
1: and it's more it's uh, yeah it's it's like when you uh you know when you have those like big navy ships that have like the little rowboats to row to shore kind of thing it's the That's like true. i want to make small incremental movements at my local position Device that makes sense. Okay. So,
2: that yes. wasn't, you know, uh, when you said it, I sort of more envisioned like I'm towing my car <laughs> <laughs> because I'm moving, sort of thing, rather than, uh, you know, little rowboats. But hey, you know, either way.
0: Yeah. No. It just like your your boat just sort of like plugs into it, like it's well, like a Voltron right. thing.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, I got that, but okay. like practically, yeah, I can't really take my boat into space. Yeah, but, but there is so water. There is water sure. on the
1: moon, so yeah.
2: oh, that makes you can sense. drop
1: into the uh, the the water on the moon in your little boat.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, so, so is the boat um, airtight? Does it have a, an oxygen supply, or do they just overlook that?
1: Probably, maybe. I think it's, it seems airtight. <laughs> it has you... that little. It has that little hatch that like closes and has mm-hmm. like a little pneumatic sound. All so right.
2: it might be airtight moon. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well. Uh okay. Do the, do you wear spacesuits, or do you just kind of like get I don't out? Do you ever the...
1: go Do you ever actually go out into the air? No, you're always, you're always yeah. under a dome. Yeah, I think so. Right. Well, you're
3: like... kind of in a docking station. Yeah, yeah, you're That's in a docking
1: mean. station for part of it, and then you're like under like a dome shield for part of it. So I don't think you ever actually go out onto the surface of the moon. And who knows? It's not our moon. It's their moon. So yeah, it's granted. I mean, yeah, the name of their moon, I guess. Which just isn't a word for the moon, but anyway. Um, so the yeah, so the ship thing is really interesting because it the ch- the feel of it kind of changes not super drastically but somewhat uh, when you get to the space section. And I once I got the hang of it, I actually like the spaceship version much more. It's nice. I like...
0: It controls really well. Yeah, um, for... it's
3: hard to like do small movements.
1: Yeah, yeah, Brandon, it's hard it is to be a spaceship.
3: With it. Yeah, I was going to say, you are in space. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, actually kind is not in space. You're at a small point in the game, but. Um,
1: yeah, well, it's. Yeah, you're in space briefly on the way from the planet to the moon where you can take a picture of the space whale. Um,
2: yeah. The space whale. There's Got a space it. whale. Okay.
1: And uh, it's the only animal in space. Um the and then there's I, a are
2: are Pinocchio and Geppetto inside?
1: Uh I don't know. It's it's encased in ice when you first find it, so it wow. would be hard for it to eat things. But, but, but uh, once upon
2: a time it might have eaten both Pinocchio and Geppetto, it's and entirely possible.
0: Broke. And this Sora is, and Donald and yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah.
2: This is oh dear. <laughs> yeah.
0: So crossover cast. Yeah. yeah, so
1: the the controls for the spaceship are similar to the controls for the boat, except that like the analog now only controls steering and instead of pressing forward to go forward you have to use the boost button to move forward Mm -hmm. so that's That's how you use the boat anyway yeah so the um I I didn't it took me a long time to realize that uh you need to hold down the boost button to move in the spaceship so Mm. when I first got the spaceship they immediately throw you into a combat section oh nice and I didn't know how like i couldn't move and there was no tutorial on how to move so i just stood there like for a second like trying to aim at the enemy and shoot as it was like moving all over the place (laughs) and i got fined by the police for not moving For (laughs) 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 It's it's like stationary ship fine 300 credits and i'm like what i'm trying to move
0: oh boy okay I think that's
3: genius
2: this is a good point for me <laughs> yeah
0: tell your story
2: uh, to segue into the fact so one thing we overlooked is that your um, big hover boat has just a large laser cannon affixed to the front of it and in fact your one of your very first experiences with the boat is being attacked by some sort of massive alien organism machine thing and uh, using your boat to shoot it a lot until it dies Um, And while doing that, I'm like, wow, there are a bunch of just innocent people's boats just kind of chilling out here on the ocean, just doing their thing while I'm killing this giant space beast. Uh, What happens if I shoot them instead? And while I was out on the big lake part, it didn't feel like I could. Like I was never I never like went out of my way to try to get close enough to a boat to shoot it. But like I shot in their general directions and it looked like my rounds just disappeared before. And I was like, oh, OK, well, it, they must not care. And then then you get to the part where you're in the canals of the city or the small city, whatever you call it. And uh, then I just shot at the first boat that was near me a few times. And uh, the control of my game was taken away briefly. I was like, what the hell? And this little police car that is floating in the air, comes down out of nowhere with its lights on and finds me two hundred and fifty credits for uh, being for a shot shooting at
1: civilians' <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you just got away with a fine to be honest basically yeah
2: and the like... fine doesn't increase for repeat offenders I do want
1: uh,
4: to... what? <laughs>
2: At this point, I had 20,000 credits. Like, it wasn't really. Like, I could yeah. have massacred the entire city and probably still had money left. <laughs> um, there are also boat races that you can do for money and pearl something.
0: Boat yes. races, um, which are. You actually have to do the boat races, some of them for the story, um, as well as the looters. Oh, caverns. God. I hated the looters, caverns uh, I hate How the looters. it so fun. I hate the leaders caverns because they lock you in and you can't leave until you complete it or die or <laughs> well if you die it just starts you back in it. you can like, you can
1: turn around at the start and you have time to get back out oh you can really? back out of the yeah you can back out of those huh some I I know one of them like it's kind of it's kind of hard because it's like it's not always clear which was the way that you came in that is true and so it oh, can actually kind of using now, now that you're is saying it, that I old do remember. your I do remember
0: getting out of one one of them. I think so.
1: Yeah, I I dislike the looters caverns. I, I don't mind the boat races as much, but I just I don't know. I, I feel like the control is on the ship is not quite tight enough for that to be really fun. Um, yeah, it's it's a little a bit too hard to get it. Laser
3: beams and explosions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You the looters it's Caverns... Awesome. The way the looters caverns work is that. Um, You enter this sort of cavern system, like on these caves on one of the islands, and uh, a ship appears and steals some of your credits, and then takes off down the tunnels, and you have to chase it, and as you're chasing it, it's tripping these uh, automatically closing doors, so you have to be going fast enough and like close sort of,
4: enough
1: yeah You're following yeah. close enough behind to get through the doors before they close so it's like a series of like timing checkpoints and if you can get follow the looters all the way to like the end of the caverns then you can blow up their ship and usually you get a pearl for that
0: yeah. and there are lots of obstacles like what this. makes it hard there's lots of obstacles like there's a whole bunch of like lasers and and things that will trip you up which and slow you, you down
1: yeah they slow you is down it, and damage your ship is um, it
2: significantly it, harder than the races
1: yeah yeah oh okay um,
4: interesting
1: yeah so if you like bump into any of the sides at any point or like miss some ramps or get slowed by like a couple of the lasers then you won't make the door in time before it closes
4: um mm-hmm. uh, okay. and
1: you get left behind and there's like usually what like four, four, four or five checkpoint doors yeah uh before the end yeah so you kind of have to run run it fairly perfectly um to to get through it yeah I, and that's, like, I didn't mind the races that much um,
0: one of the reasons I didn't mind the races that much is because of the music during the races <laughs> kicks ass um, which is another thing, I figure, I'll just bring it up now because I don't know where to really slot it in the music in this game is amazing it's so good it's, it's yeah. incredible, it is pretty like, good all, pretty like, strong. like, the orchestral sort of overworld music is great, the battle music is a lot of fun my favorite song until I started doing the races was the music in the Akuda bar. <laughs> yeah. propaganda. The, oh, yeah, god, it's so good. Like I just I want to hang out in that bar and get all <laughs> and my play money air hockey.
1: get all my money <laughs>
0: wasted away in air hockey, <laughs> um, and just listen to that sick jam
1: with yeah. the cow bartender.
0: With oh god, that guy's so. There weren't many cow guys. Like I feel like he was the only one in the game.
1: Yeah, that's true. Most of the animal people, there were, like, a couple of each species, like, wandering around, but I think he was the only cowman. Yeah. Which I thought was a little weird. <laughs> they- I, that's I, I'm- weird. I'm impressed that they actually, like, bothered to- to make, um, t- Cuz you- normally I feel like when people do the, like, oh, the- this place has animal peoples, it's, like, every single person is a different species. But this had just like there were just like seven different species of animal people, and they were reused over. You know there were different yeah. different people of that like species type throughout the world. Yeah, like, yeah. there were people. cow people, goat people, shark people, walrus people, walrus people. Walrus people. Um, there
0: there was, was some bird people. There were like a couple bird people.
1: Were there? Yeah, there was oh, a guy right, right. at like the, the newsstand. Yeah, the newsstand guy's like an eagle. Um yeah. there's also the uh the cat lady and yeah. her one contact.
2: And the rhinoceros people.
1: people. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot people. about
0: the rhinoceros people.
2: <laughs> Who happen to be Jamaican for reasons unbeknownst to
0: us, but yeah. yep.
1: they run the, Jamaican they run the that fixes your ship.
0: Babukar Mamago or whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Isam no, Babukar and I don't remember the other guy's name. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're totally right. My mama only accepts pearls. Yep. Jesus. So Let's see. We got
1: we got the photography, we got the combat, the stealth, the boats. Yeah, we, we only sort of we sort of vaguely touched on combat in the beginning, but you know, the Combat's combat. Yeah, the you, combat you is twitch. primarily it's a it's a bit of a co op combat, so primarily it's just you hitting things with X and holding down X for a super attack. But there's also your partner can do like a stomp attack that puts the world into like bullet time and then you can aim your shots so that you take Take an enemy and like slam them forward into other enemies or into triggers or things the like that. Fields, yeah. Um, I really liked what they did with your partner characters, um, not just in the
0: combat, but in making them useful just in general. Like having having to have them around to like push switches and stuff.
4: Mm. Um,
0: you know, it, it's like one of those things that isn't really necessary, but I was glad it was there, just to make just to make it feel like your partner character actually is your partner and not just like some jerk that the game saddles you with.
1: Although I should mention there's a thing at one point where there's like a dialogue as you as you keep collecting the health increase items, one of your uh, your your first partner says like, "Oh, if you don't give me some of those, I'm not going to last very long." And you have to like navigate the incredibly Byzantine menu system yeah. to figure out how to transfer from one character to another in a completely unintuitive way. Uh, and I then...
3: honestly did not know that they were yeah. items until
1: yeah. he said yeah, that. It, it seems even... like they get automatically used up when you get them, but they don't. They just end up in your pack.
0: Yeah, they end up in your pack, and it automatically adds to your health, and then you have to, like, go into your bag, and you have to select it, and then you have to go around the wheel and click on the guy, and then... Yeah. Um, and fun fact, if you give a bunch of of those P ones to Page the Pigman,
4: mm-hmm.
0: um, if you give him more than two, I think you just lose any P ones beyond the two. Okay, that you I give was him. wondering
1: about that because I saw that there were two of them on the floor, and I'm like, oh, that's nice of them. They give you they you get it back from them, but I I only gave him two. So yeah, I you only I get two.
0: I think I gave him. Yeah, I think
1: I don't I gave know. him one. Yeah, I um to be fair, you don't really need to give your partners these. They take damage so seldom, I really don't understand why they didn't just make them have passively infinite health. Like, it's effectively Mm. that that's what it is anyway. It's well, effectively
2: that, is, yeah. that, but I think it's a perception thing. Like if you perceive that your partner has limited health, you're just, you're going to be concerned about saving them from bad situations. Whereas if you yes, have the true. idea that they might have infinite health, you're like, fuck it. That's fine. He's being attacked by a bug right now. That's a bug. That's not attacking me. It's that's cool. A
0: bug, Let me get a picture of it while he's dying. <laughs> yeah. You know, things like that. It really
2: divorces the whole like idea that you and he are a partnership. Um, <laughs>
1: Both.
2: <laughs> uh whereas giving him the same kind of stats and health that you have is actually a neat way of making you as invested in their fate as your own
1: yeah. uh, okay. I never gave my partners more than one or two of those things though I had like eight or nine of them by the end and my partner still only had like one or two <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and similarly if
0: your partner's low on health, you have to again navigate your your weird menu system to give them a health item.
1: not necessarily you can also you can go them. up to them and use a contextual command
0: that is true yeah.
1: Um, I
3: accidentally wasted so many K bops. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: yeah,
0: I think I think you can also give them health items so that they can use them themselves. Yeah. Is, is what yeah. the menu if they, does. If you
1: Give them health items. They if they need it right away, they use it right away. Um, and if they don't need it, then they store it in their packs. And you can either get it out of their packs or they'll use it when they get low on health.
4: Yeah.
1: Um. So, so I ended up giving all my Starkos to my partners, and keeping all the K bops for myself. Yeah. Which makes sense
0: because they don't. They don't. Yeah,
1: because you don't need to. He doesn't need to heal more than one health at one heart at yeah. a time. Anyway, and, and, and giving, I need to heal seven hearts.
0: Yeah, and giving him a cave up because he needs like because he's down. You know, two or three hearts of health. That's a big waste. Yeah, that's a that's a huge waste of cave ups and a sin against cave ups.
1: Cave ups are the best.
0: God, what the hell even is a cave up?
1: <laughs> it looks like a bag full of giant, like somewhere between a cherry and a peach. <laughs> yeah. I what was thinking a, so. That's a fairly
2: large range.
0: Because that you because the starcos looks like a like a segment of a quesadilla. I, <laughs> I feel like that's
4: true. I feel it does.
0: Like, I feel like the K-bops are like giant giant purple cheesy poofs or
4: something. <laughs> like I don't know.
1: Yeah, I have no clue.
0: They're Cheetos if they were purple. You know that yeah, makes sense. Like, actually, they're
1: like slightly less than fist sized pink spheres yeah. what yeah. they are.
0: and a unit of K-Bups is called a box of K-Bups that's clearly a sack or a bag that they're sitting in <laughs> yeah. so I don't know, that is
2: totally the first thought that came to mind because I, I remember finding a box of K-Bups being like what the fuck are these why is it a box <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it is it's just this bright I'm, I think it's like a bright pink sack and then like a slightly darker pink almost purplish little balls and stuff sort of thing. It
1: it looks like a... Or it's like a dark blue sack or something like that, maybe? I I
2: don't know. I might be mixing my colors, you know, back and forth either way. Um, It looked like... Purple sack, pink balls. A bag of... Like slingshot bullets or something. Yeah. It looks
1: to me like in in those cartoons where some like someone has an old timey bag of peanuts at like a baseball game or something. <laughs> That's what the bag looks like. So
0: okay, so I but just googled spots. I googled K-bops to see what the what the, what oh the box God. bag looked like. So, um tell me if it, it,
2: it, you like some celebrity who's goes by that name
0: no so oh. um, a lot of a lot of the um hits are for like k cups for the Keurig coffee makers but makes sense. there's a website uh, oh. gourmet gourmetgaming.co.uk oh. shoutouts they make, they, they make video game food.
1: I've seen and... that person make pow-poo fruit lollipops. Yeah, <laughs> and <Bops>. they have <laughs> a recipe
0: for k-bops. And I think they also have a recipe for, um, <laughs> Well, then
1: tell us what is in a k-bop. <laughs>
0: uh, a k-bop. They, they made uh, cake pops without the sticks.
1: Oh, that's lame. Cake pops are kind of gross.
0: <laughs> I'm not a fan of cake pops either i don't to be really fair. like her. i guess
1: it's i guess K-bop sounds like cake pop so that's it's not entirely yeah, and, elite. and
2: to be fair that is basically what they look like
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, a ball with frosting around it <laughs>
2: in a bag
1: yeah yeah it's just all the box regular i think
0: it's they made looks like oh, they made coconut flavored cake with like coconutty icing to mix it with and then just like white chocolate with purple dye so.
1: To the K-bops. I guess that yep. makes sense. Yeah. I still prefer to think of them as some exotic fruit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, it it doesn't look like Hillis has any like natural Fruits or vegetables, though, like they're <laughs> they're they have a factory Fair. for Nutra Pills, <laughs> which I'm glad that's not a health item because that sounds terrible and dystopian.
1: Maybe that's terrible what the K are. They're
0: they're just Nutra Pills in a sack. They're like kid friendly Nutra Pills. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep.
0: Good. Okay. Exactly.
2: Let's
1: wow. See. What else? What else is there? Um. So this is sort of uh. Since we've talked about all the mechanics, like one thing I, I like about uh, the mechanics is the way that it's integrated into the narrative in a kind of non-contextual way that some other games, that modern games I think mostly don't do. Uh, and what I mean by that is, for instance, when you, there's a part where when you're trying to get into the slaughterhouse to, to spy on on the place, they tell you uh, there's a secret like entrance off of the third racetrack. Um, So you should go there. And what you do is you have to actually enter the race like it's part of a game. And then along while you're performing the race, you have to find out where that entrance is and just go off into it and stop doing the race. I feel like most modern games would, when the entrance comes up, there would be some kind of contextual or cutscene that would be like, stop race. Or like a giant glowing arrow pointing towards the door so you know that like this is the way you're actually supposed to be going. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's just like, the narrative told you that's where the thing is, now go and find it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really nice. I actually, I didn't I didn't see the door until, like, the third lap of the race, and I was like, <laughs> I really hope I find this door, because I'm going to lose the race, and I'm going to feel like a bad bad race person about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. So and that was I, nice. I can't think of any other, like, specific examples at the moment, but I feel like this game kind of did that a lot, where it's like, you're you're a big kid. If we tell you what to do, like we trust that you can like use enough of like exploration of your environment and sort of hints from looking at stuff and figuring stuff out to just figure this out on your own. You don't need us to handhold you the entire time. Yeah, actually, I ha-
0: I have another example. Right, right when you are first getting into the um, slaughterhouse, you you're in your hovercraft and there's these like robot things blocking. The passageway that you need to get into, and H double H is like, Oh, we can't get past this. I'd use a torpedo. And I was like, Okay, do you have torpedoes? Double H, like, can you give me a hand here? Turns out you have to trigger a like sentry bot who then drops a little floating homing mine, and you have to like go through a hallway and have the homing mine follow you and then blow up the. Thing that's in your way, and then that's how you get through it. Yeah. Like, oh.
1: you can also use boxes to blow it up if you don't waste the boxes.
0: <laughs> yeah, there there weren't enough boxes. There were like two boxes, and I needed three boxes in that. Yeah, section, that's the
1: so. thing is you can accidentally you can accidentally destroy some of the boxes. Yeah, and if you do that, then you don't have enough boxes, and so you have to use the missile. But if you use the boxes straight off, then I think you have exactly enough boxes <laughs> to get through just using boxes. Yeah,
0: they have a, they give you a couple segments where you have to like blow up those barrier. Things, laser barrier guys.
3: I gotta comment on one thing you mentioned. Mm -hmm. Screw Double
1: H. You didn't like Double H? No. Narratively, or like you didn't?
3: I mean, he was funny sometimes. He was so (laughs) slow. You always had to wait for him.
1: Well, most of the time you could, you just left end up, ended up leaving him behind anyway because he couldn't fit through, like, whatever space you were trying to get into. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's true. I guess I met Double H.
1: Yeah, you you haven't gotten... Because you didn't get to the Pills factory yet. Double H, okay. H is... Um, that was
2: the next place that I was supposed to go. I have the objective to go there, but yeah, I never mm-hmm. went there.
1: Yeah, so um, after you meet, like, the secret Iris network, which after this we should probably do, like, a quick summary of the story.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: but, um... So after you meet the Iris Network, um, they tell you to like go in- infiltrate this factory and one of their old agents uh, had like been there reporting when he disappeared, and like they didn't have any signal from him, and you actually find him at the Pills factory and he's being like brainwashed by the aliens or suck- has- has- having his life sucked out in one of their tanks or something, so yeah. you free him, and um, then Paige gets kidnapped. The, your pig friend gets kidnapped and Double H becomes your new co-op companion.
2: Cool. Can we take a minute to discuss our flamboyant holographic friend?
1: I yes. I okay. So I this is the first time I've
0: actually really taken notes on a game, and I I have a little like little like sheet of paper where I have very incomprehensible things written down, and I have what the fuck is Secundo? <laughs>
1: He's the he's the he's the AI that controls your little like backpack thing. Yeah,
0: I, I think I think specifically why I was what the fucking about him is because he's simultaneously speaking Italian, French, Spanish, and English. What?
3: <laughs> I gotta say my mention of my notes of in about him also states what the fuck <laughs>
0: <laughs> A very good yade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, I'll scan it.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So he's he appears very briefly in, like, the opening cutscenes where he, like, as a hologram where he talks about, like, hey, you know, let me let me handle scanning stuff for you because I'm your friendly backpack. And then he's mostly just, like, a voiceover on the menu for almost the entire game, and then he comes back again at the very end. Yeah. There's yeah, all, what the fuck was that? Point. He
2: has the most interesting accent of all time, and... <laughs> Speaks many languages. Is, uh, he,
0: is he your new video game husbando, Chris? Uh,
2: I mean, look, <laughs> I I don't know if you know how I feel about holograms. I but. know,
0: I know you like accents and holograms. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is a combination of things. Oh, yeah. um, all right, so uh, That
2: was all about watching somebody play Tex Murphy. Oh. <laughs>
1: I, I continue. Get, I don't get that <laughs> reference.
2: Um, uh, Murphy, you don't. It's. Uh, we can talk about it later.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, it's so like a do...
2: point and click adventure with full motion video. It's, it's uh, like, I see. I've I think
1: seen. I knew it was a, a point and yeah. click adventure, but yeah. Okay. So um, all the characters are holograms. I see. Um, so let's go. Let's do a quick. Uh, speaking of the characters, let's do a quick like, run through of what the actual story is. Yeah. So you and plays... quick. Not. 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 Not brothers. brothers. Not, brothers. <laughs> not brothers. So
0: you play as Jade, who is a journalist, and she also runs a lighthouse orphanarium <laughs> um,
2: and has the well, orphanage. most...
1: Orphanarium makes it sound like oh, they're on display. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, was
4: I mean, they basically are. It. It's uh, basically like, Futurama. Yeah, pictures of- so,
1: yeah she, has, she runs this orphanage for, like, war orphans because yeah. there's, like, all sorts of alien attacks that keep happening on their planet. Yeah, the uh, aliens
0: are called the Doms, and they mm. have been abducting people, and the Alpha sections are purportedly fighting the Doms. I yeah, believe...
1: they're they're like the local sort of military, coast guardy, police. You know, like some kind of uh, law enforcement. Yeah, I, I have a question.
0: Totalitarian government enforcers. Yeah.
2: yeah, I would. Is it ever explained how Jade has just immense martial arts capabilities? Sort of, actually. Oh, okay. Good. I'm just Um, just not in a not in a way that I
1: think will sad. It's not in a way that I think will satisfy you. Okay, uh, so
2: not in a way that you that you think explains doing combat with no. I think it explains it. I just think it's kind
1: of a dumb explanation. (laughs) Uh. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Because like the first the first thing that this game and this honestly threw me off like really badly was the the first combat experience you have in this game is you're uh bombarded with alien invaders and you grab a stick, the end of which is on fire and you just and it's it's like a twig. It's it's like the length of well, it's like
1: a it's like a stick. one of those martial arts like bow uses, yeah, it's a, she, or whatever or, yeah her weapon is a
0: bow staff. Well no 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 but but, but yeah, the, no, it's she doesn't use that at the very first
1: fight. Does she not? At the I don't very even first fight?
2: No, oh yeah, the very first fight. You literally pick up a stick off the ground that looks like it was knocked off of a tree that's on fire, and you just start beating the shit out of aliens with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just like, what? Actually, that's one thing that I I wrote down that I appreciate. The game doesn't waste any time in just getting <laughs> you into stuff. Like you're hanging yeah. out, you're <laughs> hanging out at your lighthouse, and you're like doing tai chi with an orphan. And then the doms attack, and then you're fighting them. And it's like, okay, this is what we're doing now. Yeah. We're playing and, this game. And it
1: literally, like the, first, like, the three beats that are in that cutscene are, like, everything you need to know. It's like, there's a character named Jade who has some kind of, like, roughly Asian spirituality, like, tai chi thing going on. Um, she runs a lighthouse for orphans. They're low on their electric bill. And can't, <laughs> like, they can't support the, money. like, shield... And now you're The alien killing. attacks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like the phrase "a lighthouse for orphans" because it just makes me think that prior to this lighthouse existing, there were just constantly orphans washing up on the shore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, kind of, right? <laughs> I guess.
2: Some uh, of them are probably aquatic sapien species.
1: Yeah. Uh. Okay.
0: So, the lighthouse gets attacked, and the Doms come in, and then you beat, you fight off the Doms. And then
1: the alpha sections come to take credit.
0: Yeah, the alpha sections swoop in and are like, "Oh, we did a pretty good job, guys." And Jade's like, "I don't know about these alpha sections," or maybe it was Paige.
1: Someone's like, "Paige is like, fuck the alpha sections." Yeah,
0: someone's like, "I don't know about these alpha sections." Um, And then you get your camera, you get your contract with the museum, which is who sends you money when you take pictures. And you gotta
1: get your she lighthouse going. She wants a going. complete inventory of all animal species on the planet, which, including like the humanoid species, is fifty. Yep,
0: <laughs> there it's are fifty <laughs> animals on this planet. Super diverse ecosystem <laughs> yeah. of Hillis.
2: That's interesting because I I've I filled up, I think three rolls of film, maybe four. So that means that I, in the few hours that I spent with the game, photographed most of the species on the entire planet.
4: Yes, yeah, probably-
0: you can get a lot, like a big chunk of them right off the bat. Um, yeah,
2: it seems that way.
0: And then a few of them are like one offs in dungeons and Interesting. there's the space whale.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's the really a space whale. So good.
1: So, awesome. yeah, so you, you uh, in an effort to search for money for, to, to power the shield for your you,
2: orphanage. In, uh, in an effort to search for money to get your electric bill paid, you take photos of all of the orphans that you have in your lighthouse and well, then yeah. send them but to also, a database. And don't get paid, that way you can turn on your electric.
0: And the dog, because apparently the museum doesn't have a picture awesome. of a dog.
1: Yep. <laughs> Well, it's part of, the, it's,
4: part of the, it's for
1: completeness' sake <laughs> yeah. for the for the inventory. But yeah, at any like, rate, you I'll also take a mission um, that's like uh, that ends up being a test by this secret spy network where they're like, "Go do this task," and you do it, and you're like that was a test. It turns out that we like are working for a secret spy organization that's trying to take out the Alpha sections because they're secretly in cahoots with the aliens, and we want you to like. Infiltrate their workings and take photos for us, and so that we can publish our like s- underground zine, <laughs> our, our, our seditious,
0: our seditious punk zines. I, yeah, our
1: seditious, I, our seditious propaganda, which it really, when you listen to it, it really sounds like propaganda yeah. like it ends with giant flashing red letters like, Don't trust the Doms, rise up in revolution, or something like yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and I mean. They Their base is in a bar, and the only song that plays in the bar is a song that yells the word propaganda at you all the time. <laughs> yeah, so... I uh, do
2: want to point out, for the sake of, of just me finding it interesting, the implied narrative behind only needing one photo per species to, like, accurately identify it as a species.
0: It doesn't even have to be a very good photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just, like... It's it
1: can, like, be, it can be blurry. Once you have one
2: in that database, no other photos are of value.
4: Like... Yep. <laughs> yep. Um,
1: yeah, so they tell you... Uh, so the, the the secret underground network called Iris tells you about... Um, there's, like, three main areas that the DOMs and the Alpha Sections are using. The first is the Nutripills factory, where like, hum- like people—I was going to say humans, but I guess all sapient species um, from Hillis are being kidnapped um, and sort of like packed packed up into crates or whatever—and yep. uh, then they're shipped off to the slaughterhouse, where they are loaded onto space transport, where they are taken to the moon. Um, and so you have to go in Which, one by one.
2: As a statement, sounds yep. batshit insane. Yep.
0: <laughs> Which is what I was laughing at. Just
2: you know, yep. too. Like, Once I heard you kind of snort over there, I was like, wait. You know, without the context of this game,
1: Milo yep. <laughs> sounds, sounds
2: like, like a fucking nut job world. right now. Yeah,
1: enough. I kind of love this. I, I kind of love that about this because, like, this game is so just, like, not like any other game. And they're so serious about
0: it. It's like, oh. you gotta go to the moon. Your uncle, who is also a pig, is kidnapped by aliens, and he's on the moon. <laughs> I'm like,
4: oh,
1: I gotta go. And they
4: succeed. They and you succeed go to the moon. you save you...
1: your uncle, the pig. And they, like,
0: succeed. Make it seem normal. They yeah. succeed in making you have emotions about your dead pig uncle on the moon. <laughs>
4: like, <Yep>. god <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am. Bravo.
2: Yep, exactly. Normal. Everything seems in the context of the game. Like, I, again, I didn't get that far. Yeah. But even through what I did, like, the a taxi cab just floated out of a limo. And, like, I said it in Skype to you guys. Like, what the fuck? But on
0: the other hand, I was yep. just like, all right, whatever. Just, it.
4: Like, yeah, okay, it's
0: this funny is what in I in expect. Ways, Great. <laughs> um, I like your other comment from that from that mission, which was, are they sending me into a cave to take pictures of animals fucking? Yeah, basically. They're like, we need to take pictures of this couple
2: of animals. It's like, pardon me? <laughs> yeah,
1: it turns out it's not two animals, it's two eye stalks of the same animal.
2: Right. But, which is yes. better. Um, but, yeah, no, it's Yeah, that's your eye There's so many mission. completely weird <laughs> things that when you say them out loud and listen to yourself you you basically think you're a nut job but in the context of the game it's like totally cool
1: yeah it makes perfect <laughs> sense and it feels and it feels good and it reads well and you get emotionally <laughs> invested in it yeah um, so, yeah so you go through yeah. these dungeons and you yeah take... so there's there's basically four major dungeons in the game there's like the black isle test like test mission that you go on first Mm-hmm. Um, where Iris is like trying to figure out whether they should recruit you or not. Um, there's the NutriPills Factory. There's the Slaughterhouse, and then there's the Moon.
3: Mm-hmm. What do they slaughter?
1: I don't know, people, I guess. But That's a good question. they don't slaughter. Yeah, they don't. They just. I mean, I guess it. I think they they specifically
0: say at some point that it's the old Slaughterhouse. Ah, uh, yeah. Before I, there, I before like...
1: there were, before there were only fifty species left on the planet. Yeah so they <laughs> they had to find um, they,
2: they converted all of their nutritional value into neutropils <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They,
0: they had to find <laughs> alternate um, protein sources to make their k you No, know,
1: maybe that's actually meant to be like a sort of really subtle part of the narrative of like how long these alien invasions have been going on where like it's just completely devastated the ecosystem of this planet and that's why like the professor is studying the like extent of the devastation And, like, that's why there's very few actual animal species and why there's no more, like, slaughterhouse.
2: I could see that as, like, the, you know, the guy, everybody who, who was working on this, you know, the story of this game and are, like, hanging out, playing board games, getting a little drunk. And they're like, you know... It's, is know, anybody gonna, you know, kind of call us out for only having 50 species on the planet? And then somebody else is like, fuck it, we'll just say that they all got slaughtered. Well, how did that happen? And then they just develop this sort of weird-ass narrative underneath everything. Guys, They're like, we're not gonna make this explicit ever, but this is gonna be, like, our uh, internal canon. Is let's,
0: what the- <laughs> let's just Miyazaki it. The world is fucked and it's all our fault. Well, Except they could it's eas- the aliens' fault. The thing
1: yeah. is, they could have easily gone with like they didn't have to say all the animal species on the planet. They could have said all the animal species in the Hillis region or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they chose to say planet. Right.
0: right. Which, which is weird because yeah, they they say the planet, and you have an open world area, but your open world area is like three islands. Yeah. yeah. It's a and, small planet. I mean, I'm the way I'm envisioning it is that it's. That is literally, literally the entire habitable area of the planet. Right, the, rest is just, the rest is just oceans. It's like a um, Manon from or Star Wars, oceans, Wars or something. Oceans
1: and or meteor, like, like meteor space shot craters. Yeah. yeah. That, was
4: just,
2: that was the other thing I was going to say is maybe this is just the only habitable space left. And the barrage of alien invasions for the last few millennia have just rendered the rest of the planet uninhabitable.
1: Yeah. Man, Dom so, really did a number. So there's a there's a few quote-unquote twists in the story, um, some of them being more explicable and or expected than others. Uh, the first, or at least like narrative turns, if not twists, uh, the first one being like you discover that the, the mi- first mission wasn't a mission at all, you're secretly being recruited to the Iris network. Uh, then you discover Double H was secretly, you know, or was, has been alive all this time, and you, like, save him. And um, you discover that the doms are basically mind-controlling
0: the alpha sections in, yeah. in the neutrals factory.
1: Yeah, and or, like, some of the, the, the alpha sections people actually are doms.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm, I wasn't really clear on
1: which which it was, but... Yeah. Some bit of both, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then Paige gets kidnapped. And then you learn that Paige was actually the leader of Iris. <laughs>
4: Uh, we'll I on on. Okay.
1: tell me. i didn't yeah. either, like I felt stupid for
0: not realizing it um because like Paige has this whole room full of radio equipment, I'm like, why do you need that and if, and if super
1: doesn't trust the Doms or the alpha sections. yeah I'm like you know or you don't really, trust the alpha sections at all
0: you don't really need any of this stuff if you're just a pig man helping to run the the lighthouse orphans Orphan yeah. lighthouse. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> lighthouse so helping to help run the lighthouse orphans. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's that's true, Carl. I don't lighthouse orphanaging doesn't seem to really rake in the bucks yeah
4: yeah um,
1: so yeah, so like that becomes the thing, and you're like, oh, so like it seems like Jade's parents were actually some kind of like seditious um like revolutionaries, and they gave her to Paige to look after because they had to go on the lamb or something like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and then we and never
0: hear about her parents again.
1: Yeah. Um, um and what else you also find arguably, out? Arguably that could be one explanation for why Jade knows like this martial arts stuff is cuz like Paige made sure that she learned some hand-to-hand combat cuz he knew like what she was getting into.
0: That actually yeah. That that I uh, could buy that explanation for sure. <coughs>
1: So let's see, after that do yeah. you find out that they're sending all their kidnapped people to the moon? Yep, to be like to, to be like fed on as like an energy source for like the main Dom's leader thing, which is like this weird giant meditative mask ghost <laughs> spider crab thing. Like I don't Yeah. It's cool looking, but it's it's hard to describe. Yep. And, I think you see actually a flash of it in the very beginning when it, like, psychically connects to Jade I in, like, think, the opening sequence. I think yeah. so.
0: Yeah, and so, yeah, so you go up to the moon to find Paige, and Paige is dead, and then you fight this mask thing, and the mask thing's like, you're the, you're the chosen one, we've been looking
1: for you, you play it right into our hands, and then you kill him.
0: Yeah. So it's like every
2: other video one game ever had that. Well,
1: point. so, yeah, the 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 twist there is supposed to be that, like, Jade is actually somehow related to the doms like she is a doms and she has like these super magic psychic powers that have been like there have been sort of hints up through the game up until that point about it but in ways that like were subtle enough to kind of ignore Yeah. <laughs>
4: um,
1: like the fact that she has this weird power attack where she can do an energy slam to everything around her right. and the fact that When they ask her uh, what she wants her code name to be for Iris, she says Shawnee without even thinking about it. Yeah, Yeah, because that is actually her Dom's name.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, Maybe they
3: just know her as her Iris name. Maybe.
1: (laughs) No, he he says like some really long convoluted like Dom's name that involves Shawnee as the first part of it, and he (laughs) can. Yeah. Pardon me. That's I, can, yeah.
2: can you can you do that
0: again for me, I don't, please? I don't think I can, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shawnee Fatang! Yeah! that's Nope, that's Cthulhu. I lied. Yeah, you tried. You uh, tried. Also, the reason why you go to the on is that
3: the lighthouse is blown up and yeah. all the orphans is kidna- kidnapped.
0: Yeah, I think while, while you're in uh, the slaughterhouse, you come out of the slaughterhouse and the doms have attacked the lighthouse and taken all the orphans, so... <laughs> Literally everyone that you care about, all of your orphans and all of your pigmans, are on the moon, so you gotta go save them. Uh, and then you fight the guy, and it turns out that that Uncle Page wasn't really dead. Um, well, no, he
1: was really dead. Yeah, he, he was. His yeah. Magical Dom's powers bring her back to li- Bring him back to life. Oh, somehow, did did we lose Chris?
0: We lost Chris. We lost Chris. No. Oh. Oh no! Okay, keep talking. I'll I'll I bring keep, I, I'll bring I, him back with my Dom's powers. <laughs> One ashamed.
3: thing I gotta say, it's weird. They <laughs> actually did a twist after the credits. If you
1: yeah, yeah, I saw that. That wasn't a twist. That was a token sequel setup. Yeah, like so token.
3: It was totally <laughs> s- yep. hinting like, for a sequel, but it's yeah, been it's twelve like, years.
1: Unbelievable! Unbelievably like transparent like. We need to leave an opening for a sequel. And to be fair, like, that same thing that happens to Paige after the credits happens to uh, Double H earlier in the game, and he was fine. L- within, like, seconds, because as soon as you leave that room, he joins you.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, Chris, so, you're back. We lost yeah, you for yeah, a yeah.
0: second. Okay, yeah, cool. Sorry about that. No, that's cool. I uh, just was worried. Yeah,
1: I was just talking about how Shawnee uses her, uh, her magical dom's powers to bring Paige back to life. Oh, uh, perfect. At the end of the game, which is, like, kind of ridiculous, but, you know... Not any more
2: ridiculous than her uncle being a pig.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It kind of of plays it... I'm I'm actually, in retrospect, I was pleased by how well they hinted that coming up to it, because it had all been stuff that I had dismissed as being just a thing that games do that you don't think
4: about. Mm Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: And yet, those actually were all super narratively relevant... (laughs) Yeah,
3: right, yeah, it's but it
1: still felt stupid. One day, it still felt <laughs> a little bit like ridiculous. Um, but I will say, so I want to talk about the moon section mm-hmm. um, because to me, the moon section was super, super fascinating because it was like the sort of final exam, <clears throat> at the end of the entire game up to that point,
4: because
1: <clears throat> it had like a sort of complex, puzzly segment, a stealth slash combat segment where the context changed from you have to stealth all over the place to you have to engage these guys in combat one and one by one and actually finish this. Mm-hmm. And then it had like a boss flying section where you have to do really careful space flight stuff. Um, and then the the final boss fight was really awesome. Like I'm it actually was. I'm actually it's actually like I can't remember the last time that I that I had a boss fight that really felt that like good or interesting or like some total of the you know the mechanics in the game. I gotta say I really
3: I really loved the boss but it was way harder than the rest of the game.
1: (laughs) It was quite difficult.
0: (laughs) Especially when it fucks with your controls.
1: Yeah so there's a there's since for anyone listening and for Chris who didn't play this part um, there's a there's a part uh, like right at the end of the boss fight where the camera zooms way out and your controls are reversed and it's the vision gets blurry because the the Ow. high priest doms thing is <clears throat> messing with your mind so it's it's, it's, every, it's all the patterns you've been doing up so far in that boss fight up until that point except you have to do them half blind and with reversed controls it's they do Weird. slow
0: down the actual like game speed at that point. It feels like they slowed it down a little bit to compensate for being How reversed. Yeah. I think so. Okay, I wasn't yeah. sure if I... Like, but it, after... but that, helps so, it, that helps
1: it feel kind of sort of dreamlike yeah. right, misty yeah. in the with, way that they're going for. With that and the blurring which is weird because they even blur
0: like the HUD of yeah. the game. So, oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so like it's not like, uh, you know, un... Indistinguishable, blurry. It's just sort of fuzzy. Which the filter is obviously the top layer.
1: And as part of that boss fight, they also make you fight clones of your partner characters. Mm -hmm. Like first you fight Page clones, and then you fight Double H clones. Yes, and it's it's just all
0: around really like the design of that boss. Even like it feels like a fucking Final Fantasy boss because it's just like this big monolithic thing with like robes. And then also your weird Dom's bug mask man.
1: Yeah, uh, the little like weird crab hand thing with an yeah. eye center that comes out to attack you. Yeah, like that was just that was just a cool fucking fight. Yes, and I I, I love the way. Oh, I thought of another um, one of those like narrative integration things I was talking about. Hmm. Um, when you're in the moon area and you start doing like space battle stuff, and they the Dom's send out all their tiny little ships. And you can defeat the tiny little ships pretty easily, but there's like a million of them. And instead of just making a, like, having it be a cutscene of, like, oh no, we're not going to be able to hold up on our own, they actually let you just fight those ships for Mm -hmm. like five or ten minutes before you realize, like, man, I am killing so many of these and it's so hard to maneuver around to, like, get these tiny little, like, um, you know, more agile ships. Like, this is, like, this is going to take ages if I have to do all of these. And right about when you start thinking that, all the backup from Hillis arrives to come help you.
0: Yeah. It's cool. Just a lot of nice, subtle things in this
4: game. Yeah, they do
1: a lot of really little detail stuff that Mm -hmm. is just top-notch. Definitely. So... I I can see both why this game was, like, really critically acclaimed and it has sort of a beloved cult status, but also why it didn't catch on. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's like just enough smushiness in the controls that you kind of have to be really dedicated to playing the game to not just give up on it. Yep. Yeah.
2: I would uh, happen to agree wholeheartedly with that sentiment. <laughs> I,
1: feel, uh,
0: I feel like- uh, so, Kylie, you played it on the PS2 and the rest of us yes. played on the PC. I'm sort of jealous that you got to use a controller because uh, I- Is there not
1: uh, controller support for the
0: PC version? There is no controller support for the PC Great. I that's have insane. a memory
3: of there being a controller support for the original release. Oh, hmm. And I'm insane. just is thinking it, if it, I'm going insane.
1: It's fine on controls. Yeah, Except no,
3: that, no. So like the,
2: the, the photography air hockey thing we really talked annoying. about. Yeah, I bet that is <laughs> um, the air hockey stuff. That there's like a mini game in one of the bars where you can play air hockey with Shark the, Man. Right. One oh, of the no, you're right,
4: you're right. One of the
2: fish people. Shark guy. Um, yeah, and you play air hockey. It's it's a weird like space air hockey sort of thing. You know? <laughs> like uh, everything
1: in this game, it has yeah, its own yeah. sort of odd little hockey. odd yeah, little exactly. twist to it.
2: Yeah. Uh but doing that with a mouse, like turning the angle and even just like trying to remember what angle you're at in between where you have visible controls, like that was a mess for me to do. Like it was it felt really frustrating with a mouse, uh which it I feel like it would have been super easy with a controller. It's
1: not easy uh, with a controller, but I well, think it's probably much relative. less frustrating. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um and I don't know if anybody else had issues with the camera angles being super wonky in some places.
1: Yeah, they are. They definitely are. I I do love, though, that in the stealth sequences, they let you, like, when you're crouched, it's really easy to camera up, at least with a controller. thank goodness. Yeah. So that you can see up above whatever you're crouching behind to see the patterns of the guys you're trying to avoid. Which, without that, the stealth would be, like, horrible. Yeah,
0: and you can pan around corners, which I always appreciate. Um,
2: yeah. There was a weird sort of, and, and this was most noticeable with the boat for me, but since we're on the topic of like controls that would make people give up the game. Um, like So I can control and turn my boat with WASD, and I can turn with my mouse. And then if I use the two simultaneously, like if I hold A, and then I also move my mouse left... I can sometimes like the game gets confused about where i'm actually looking and my camera can be pointed in a direction but hitting w will send me in a different direction entirely from that point on until i right myself somehow
4: yeah
2: it's just some weird stuff like that
1: yeah i did not experience that on yeah. the controller yeah. i think
0: I, there i'm were sure also, <laughs> um occasional sections where they would change the camera angle for like a dramatic you know overview of yeah. where you're at yeah and up until like just for the moment that the camera is in that position, your movement suddenly becomes relative to, to yeah, the camera it's just position. Switches, and I was like, right? oh like, no, what's going on? And, it then, and then it goes switches. back to normal.
2: It doesn't feel like it's always relative to camera position, but it is 90% of the time. <laughs> yeah, and so. then just occasionally says, fuck off. And yeah. you, you hit yeah. the correct... So like getting... Getting my boat out of the goddamn dock the first time.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and at, and at the mommago garage, it's yeah. I just I like spend like a couple seconds bumping around like an idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> God, these rhinoceroses are judging
4: me. They're wondering
0: <laughs> how I even got my hoverboat license. It's, <laughs>
2: like, you you use W, you use the forward key to get into your goddamn boat, and then. The camera angle changes completely, and you're looking at your boat from the side, and you're like, "Which button do I press?" Well, yeah. I'll hit W, and then you get out of your fucking boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it! I wanted to drive forward. Yeah, yeah just little things like that just bug the crap. Getting out of the garage, I just started hitting compass every time, and, and it, <laughs> so cause you, you could get drive-
0: first-person view. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's actually I didn't think to do that, and that's a really good idea
2: yeah you can drive um, in compass mode so you get yeah. first person view to get out of the fucking dock
0: yeah. <laughs> I, I it's think, impossible otherwise. I think the cameras a pretty common gripe with this game and yeah. And, yeah. and with games of this time period in general I know yeah. like the camera in Kingdom Hearts <laughs> is,
4: yeah.
1: is not better <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I like,
0: tend to gripe about the camera in every game that I
4: play yeah. camera,
1: and cameras to some extent is a problem that still hasn't been entirely solved yeah. like, it's just it's, gotten sort of better yeah it's gotten better but it's, it's still I, I will say
2: that in my 30 hours or whatever of Witcher 3, the camera in that game seems pretty well solved, but it's still not quite perfect. Like, just there are
0: still... Occasionally, it'll just kind of derp out on you.
2: Yeah, there there are occasionally little things where I'm just like, it would be nice if I wasn't looking at a wall right now. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to mention
3: one thing about the camera in Beyond de yeah. Go for it. I am... An invert mouse player. Oh, oh it, this.
1: <laughs> uh, and
3: there was no option to invert just the cool. Y axis. Oh.
1: Yes. <laughs> in I know in uh, in the PS version there is an option to invert first person look mode, or to 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 uninvert, because first person look mode I think starts inverted by default, and you can uninvert it. Um, I don't know if that option still exists in the PC. So. There
3: is an invert mode, but that also inverts the x-axis
1: which is so weird
3: (laughs) i have never ever heard of a player
1: why would you want that i'll tell you
2: you why you want that when the boss reverses all of your controls (laughs) turn that thing on
0: i actually thought about that for a second (laughs) and i I didn't do it um but i considered that and i was like
4: "Eh." that's
0: just the camera though Oh, okay. Then yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't help at all. Yeah, that would just make it work. Okay, so if you wanna if you want to play the last boss fight in ultra hard mode, also turn that on when <laughs> yeah. it inverts your controls.
4: Um,
1: can pro, we also pro tip? Can we also talk about how freaking buggy this game is? Just like oh my god I had so much trouble with it so I want
2: to say that well no then again you're playing it on a playstation aren't you yeah
1: I played it on a playstation and in particular like I only had like two crash bugs um but even
2: then for a console that's extreme yeah but you I had usually you should have none.
1: So many audio errors. Wow. Which audio was the just audio constantly messed up in this game. <laughs> the most common one was that certain audio clips would start playing and then they wouldn't get cleared out of the buffer. Uh, so in particular, when you would do, you know, those puzzles where you have to use your partner's like, slow-down time thing to hit a bomb into like a bridge so the bridge falls over yeah. so you can walk across it. Um, so the sound of the bridge falling over, the like, ka-chunk, would get stuck in the bus- buffer. So until I made it t- into the next area, there would just be ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk <laughs> in the background over and over and over.
4: Nice. Oh, man.
2: How? I, I did not have lot. that experience on the PC. I had tons of graphical errors that were solved uh, thankfully by some Uh, apparently advice in the steam forum so Mm -hmm. good job to whoever that is um but i will say that with graphical options set appropriate to the power of my pc meaning that it's a twelve-year-old game i really shouldn't have to turn anything down at all uh the town, like the city, when you're in the canals, my FPS tanked to shit. Like, twenty <laughs> FPS in there, I'm like, what in fuck is this game doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, That's one thing that I I was sort of impressed by, was how many goddamn things they just had flying <laughs> all the fuck around Jeez, in the middle of I that canal. I don't
2: understand how that tanked my computer though.
4: <laughs> like, I, I, I all I can think of is like,
0: Really? Interesting. I didn't, like, I didn't really have, like, I think I think I might have had a little bit of a dip, but it, it wasn't as dramatic as what you're describing.
2: Oh, yeah, I could run at 60 everywhere except in that canal, and in that canal I was tanked down to around 20.
4: Interesting. That's insane.
2: Yeah, I don't know what it, I mean, maybe the the game doesn't take very good advantage of hyper-threading, stuff like that. Yeah. It's so old. <laughs> like, there are things that I could see as excuses for that, but I just... I... I also,
0: I also don't think I had all of my options turned all the way up anyway, because no. I, I had graphical issues as well, and I remember just sort of, like, fiddling with stuff until it worked, and I think part of that was... Maybe an unnecessary part of that was turning down some of my stuff, which, whatever, it's a 12-year-old game, yeah. I don't care how <laughs> it looks, so... Fun.
1: I had to play it on, like, a large-screen TV, and the lack of high-definition really shows. Oh, boy. Oh, boy,
4: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, But the, uh so that that audio glitching error I was talking about actually the first time it happens uh, is it's pretty common on the main opening menu which is oh, not perfect. a great way to Ooh. introduce the game
4: Mm-mm. where when
1: you click the like load thing it does a like little noise while it's loading and mm-hmm. that gets caught in the buffer oh no um and uh, or no, it's, wow. it's that's the that's the like select the load screen thing, and then the entire time the game is loading, that is stuck in the buffer. Oh, um, and the, wow. also, we did get a couple other audio glitches where, like, sometimes, like once or twice, the audio would desync from a cutscene. So, like, the lip movement would be like
2: no way
1: seconds off.
2: No of fucking way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, just just out of curiosity, how are the load times on the uh, PS2?
1: Not terrible. Okay. Um, like except the one crash bug I had was oh, it a, while it was loading a race, um, it got st- it got stuck on the load screen and just wouldn't load, and I had mm. to restart the console. The uh,
3: game crashed on the way to the final boss, and I had not saved for four hours. Oh no!
1: <laughs> wow. Oh,
3: that was so fun.
0: Sorry. <laughs> oh my god that's so bad jesus
3: <laughs> oh, christ
0: i'm
1: so sorry you had to go through that how far back you, did, how far back were you father. at least on the moon already
3: i know <laughs> i was about to go to the moon
1: okay. Oh, so you had to do the whole Man. moon over from scratch yep i'm sorry wow it
0: oh. went pretty fast
1: yeah, once you know where everything is, I'm sure it's a little bit easier, Maybe but not.
0: but that's always just a big pain in the
4: ass.
1: I so. loved that. I loved that like light puzzle from not not necessarily at the beginning of it, but when you had to like activate all the mirrors in the chamber with Paige. Yeah. That part was really fun.
0: That was really cool. Yeah. It took me a little bit of fiddling around before I figured out that you just have to like you go around once and then you just go back to the first one and like move it a couple times and it's like oh that wasn't hard at all
1: yeah it's it's it's, but it it feels really satisfying (laughs)
0: yeah way and it looks cool Mm -hmm. and and that's a thing that i care about
1: (laughs) that your puzzles look cool yep i want visual impact with my puzzle solving so i mean so like Controls and bugginess being a thing, like I can understand why this game didn't take off and why it yeah. didn't get sold enough to like to to get the sequel that it, it clearly att- intended to set up. And that uh, people are still clamoring for. Yeah, you yeah. oh, still yeah. want. But I I also think like even like it's been over a decade since this game came out, and there is still nothing like it. Yeah, and that says for me that's worth a lot. Like, this is a very... This is a unique game, and that's pretty incredible.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's... It's fun. Like, it's it's a lot of fun to play despite its flaws, and it, it's, like, well-written enough that even though it's utterly ridiculous to just say the premise out loud, you don't think about it. Well, yeah. like, you know, you, you get to your, your lighthouse orphan, orphan lighthouse, and... You know the whole place is wrecked up, and you're like, "Oh god damn, this is really like, sad." Like, no, not the yeah. lighthouse orphanage. And then you get to the, and then you get to the moon. And <laughs> I gotta say though, Pig Uncle's dead. <laughs> go go ahead.
3: That line that Yade does after the orphanage has blown blown up is so cheesy.
0: When she's talking to the dog. Yeah. Like, yeah. are Yeah. There's nothing that- you could have done, dog. You're worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, that was a pretty sad, cheesy, like, like, cheesily written scene. Yeah, but-
0: she like lectures. Well, she like, she like gives this sad speech to the dog when it's obvious that she's talking about herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, like,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, you, "Well, you're just entirely useless, aren't like, you?
0: You tried to protect those orphans, but there's nothing you could do to save them." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is really harsh to say to a dog.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yep. His
1: name is Wolf. He's just a dog. <laughs> I know. Um. There was uh, there was something else. I you know I could see that speech having like as maybe having been moving if I played this game when it first came out and I was like you know fifteen or something. Yeah. There's huh? even
0: there's even like, I don't know that that kind of like being really mean to yourself, is. It hits me because I do that a lot anyway. So, Aww. so I was even a little bit like, yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, it was, dog, you it suck. It was sad. <laughs> it was sad, but it was kind of like it, yeah. a little bit on the ridiculous side of its cheese it was, level.
0: It was definitely over the top.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, but you know it, but overall I would say the game has pretty good writing
4: yeah
1: like it's yep. it's it's meant to be very tongue in cheek most of the time I think if it took itself entirely seriously it wouldn't be as good mm-hmm. um, but it's aware that like a lot of the stuff it's doing are kind of a little bit silly I mean <laughs> yep.
0: Secundo's there so yeah, no you know right <laughs> very good <laughs> yes. Secundo
1: comes out again to like hack the Dom's computer on the moon yeah. <laughs> at the end of the game
0: yeah he like del-
2: there's so a decisive he comes group. out Independence Day style. Yeah,
0: basically, <laughs> exactly. like the Doms, uh, the, the Alpha sections are like you know broadcasting on this alien
2: technology. Yeah,
0: they're broadcasting like their one of their like propaganda speeches, like don't trust Cyrus, they're gonna fuck you up real bad. And then Secundo comes sure, in exactly and what
4: it was yeah, gonna say totally.
0: Too. And Secundo comes in and it's like he hacks their audio feed and then just does a voiceover about how. The alpha section suck.
1: And then they broadcast nope. Jade's photos. Yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. All of Jade's photos.
1: Yeah, and it's great because you get to see the actual photos yeah. you took.
0: I like, like that. it's not that like, is a, cool. they, it's it not like they
1: just show, you know, whatever like stock photos like stock, yeah, pre rendered stuff. They show they put in the photos that you goddamn took in this game.
0: In all of their blurry, poorly framed uh
4: yeah,
3: I can see one thing of my photos <laughs>
0: <laughs> because yeah. it's 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 like going through the filter of you know the camera grain filter and then also like video feed grain filter, <laughs> yeah. so it's just a mess uh, of pixels.
1: Actually, that happens with the uh, the animal photos too. If you collect all the animals and get like the little compilation disc um, from the 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 lady, did I anyone else get all of the animals? I didn't
0: get all the animals. I missed oh. I missed a couple in like one. I missed. I missed a couple in one of the dungeons and didn't Did you have the like... animal detector? Yeah, I did, but I didn't look at it as... Did I as looked it was, at it all the have. freaking
1: time. That yeah. was the slowest thing about me playing this game, was I had to stop every five seconds to look at the animal detector. Yeah, I, I
0: started out going down that route, but I think the ones that I missed were or the one that I... I don't know, the couple that I missed were in the slaughterhouse, and I was just like, ah, I don't want to go back there. I yeah. just want to finish this game, so... Fair. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I... Yeah, so I I... I found all the animals. I did not get all the pearls. But yeah, when you get all the animals, she's like, thanks. And she sends you, like, a little readable disk file that you could play on those, like, readers. That's nice. And nice. Uh, and it's got, like, a, a list of, like, a thumbnail, like, a proper thumbnail of all the creatures. And then when you click on the thumbnail, you see the photo that you took of that species.
0: Nice.
4: And, I, it's
1: I didn't... and it has some very cute music that plays behind it as oh, well. awesome.
0: I, yeah, I didn't get all the animals, so I didn't get all the pearls. But I did look up like some of the extra stuff if you get all the pearls you get a disc from one of the guys at mama go and it's a mini game is it yeah it's what? like a mini game where you have two pearls and you have to like control them independently of each other and it like it's one of those things where it puts you through a course like a like a top-down scrolling thing and you can't like touch the edges uh. it's like sort of a weird shmup but you're not shooting things sort of thing. <laughs> that's interesting huh. Yeah, that's cute Um, But I'm
1: not- I would not go through, like, all the looter's caverns required to get all the
0: pearls. I I did do the, um, the volcano top pearl
1: cache that the- Well, uh, you have to, like- Yeah, that is true. You can't get enough pearls without getting at least some of those. Yeah, but I loved that because I was expecting, like, okay,
0: you fight through some stuff and there's just a big pile of pearls, but no, those bug guys just are- flying around the volcano just carrying pearls in their yeah, little Yeah, each seats.
1: one has a pearl and you have to just take out as many of them as you can. Yeah, there's like I 20 of them, expected
3: others, a boss or something at the end of that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a little bit anticlimactic considering like that the volcano is hinted at like throughout the game. Like, mm-hmm. oh, did you know there's a great treasure up in the volcano or whatever?
0: Yeah, and and you know, if it was that easy to get, you know, Everyone has flying cars, I'm really surprised that it's still there. Yeah. But but <laughs> I guess I guess giant I mean
1: maybe No one else we... fights big bugs. Yeah. We're, we're the chosen one with our magical uh like energy fight powers. Yeah, yep, if, if, true. If I wasn't
0: the chosen one, I would probably want to stay the hell away from giant bugs. So
1: that's totally fair. Yep. Yeah. Alright. So is is that is that all else? we have to say about it? Is there yeah.
3: uh, one thing I need to say. Yeah. Which I remember and that is there's a whole mechanic that, like, finding codes and inputting them.
1: Oh, yeah. That's sort of like part of need, the photography.
3: You never part. actually find a code, really. You, the Codes are always giving, given not, to you. Not
1: true. Not true. There is at least one.
3: Almost always. Um, yeah. There's the, boots.
1: Uh, there's the boots. There's the boots. Um, there's the, you can get a secret pearl by photographing, um, well, I guess you don't have to you can only see it if you're if you're in the zoom on your camera but if you go up to the balcony in the bar and that there's that like shark guy who's being all cagey at the sitting at the one table and if you zoom in on the like little license plate at his table there's a code on it and it opens like a locker in the bar oh i was nice. wondering
0: what they were going to do with that other yeah. door and i figured it was yeah. a secret that i just didn't care enough to Yeah so out. if
1: you if you like go around and actually like look for you're like, you seem like you're acting really cagey, what's that thing you're hiding? And if you try and like talk to him about it, he moves his hand over it so you can't see it.
4: Yeah.
1: Um, and so if you get far enough away that you can look at him like a, from a high angle through the the scope on the camera, uh, like the telephoto, then you can see, then you can steal his code uh-huh. and his pearl. <laughs> oh, actually, one, one last thing that
0: I wanted to talk about that I didn't do, but I looked it up. Um, <laughs> when you are in the save screen to save your game, at the bottom of the screen, there is an internet code. Yeah. And so I looked it up. You go to a website. It's like the Beyond Good and Evil Dark Room. And you put in your internet code, and it gives you a four-digit code, which you then use to open... There's a locker um, in the bar that has an disk, and it's like the final disk you need. And also on... Let's see. Um, I think you put in your internet code, and you have to do like a little web-based, like, hacking mission or something um, to get that code. But there's also some, like, leaderboards, I believe, that are associated with that website. So that was
4: just interesting. That's awesome. Hmm. Yeah.
1: That's a great... Like, they were transmedia before there was transmedia. That's fantastic. I I was (laughs) impressed by that, so... Um, I did want to mention, just very briefly, since Carl brought up, like, the code-breaking mechanic, um, that... That like mayor lady is a bitch yeah like she refuses to let you out of like these really dangerous areas until you've like taken the picture that she wants yeah, like, like take the picture and then i'll send you the code to like escape from the aliens trying to kill and that's you the thing, She's right. like, i'm gonna need
0: more proof before i can crack this code for you but like you're already allied with iris do you already believe us
4: yeah. <laughs> why do you
0: need more proof? Yeah. So why like, check the mechanically... code anyway?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I get why it's like mechanically necessary, but that was very poorly narratively justified. Yeah. That
0: yep. that really bothered me uh, while I was doing it.
1: Uh, you're supposed to be on my side. Come on. Yeah. Ugh.
0: <laughs> anyway. I can't trust politicians. Like no matter what.
1: Yep. That's true. She's trying yeah. to keep up her her. She's trying to save face save face with the alpha sections just in case this doesn't work out. Yep. Mm-hmm, she's gotta cover her off back. <laughs> anyway.
0: <laughs> what a bitch. Alright. So... So, shall not... we talk
1: about the next game? Yeah, we can
0: talk about the next game. Is there... okay. Last call for, for things. Anything? No? Okay, cool. So, for our next game, which I see Chris has just started playing on Steam... I, I did top. download
2: it, and I, I opened it, and I'm just like, oh dear. Oh eat yeah. me.
0: So, our next game is called Long Live the Queen. It is a visual novel slash raising sim uh, developed by Hanako Games. Uh, And in this game, you control a young girl who is a princess. Her name's Elodie. She's 14 years old, and her mother, the queen, has died. And you have to help her survive through the next 40 weeks until her 15th birthday so that she can assume the throne and become the queen. Which is more difficult than it sounds because literally everyone is trying to kill her. And not only is literally everything trying to kill her, but she also has to deal with like social pitfalls and etiquette and like international drama and intrigue and politics and economics and things of that nature. So
1: the The game has a
0: reputation for being very, very hard. (laughs) It is Typical teenage life. Yeah, yeah, basically, it's it's not an easy game. I've played a couple hours of it. I think I played like two games according to Steam, or two hours uh, according to Steam. Uh, and the way it works is there are a few things at play. Um, the main thing is that, I have this written down. I don't know where it went. There it is. So the main thing is stat raising. You have a whole bunch of stats, like dozens and dozens of stats um, that are in categories. So you have things like, um, royal demeanor and art and economics, um, intrigue, like spy shit and magic and mystical faith healing stuff, and you have to um, basically just allot points into those stats, and after you've done that, it goes into visual novel sections where things happen and you have stat checks, and if you fail those stat checks, something Usually something bad happens. Um, sometimes you die. Sometimes you just embarrass yourself, which then down the line has consequences. Uh, and sometimes you win the stat check and you, you know, you're okay for a little life, while.
1: Life continues as normal. <laughs> life continues as normal.
0: Um, beyond just the stat allocation and the visual novel bits, there's also a mood system that you have to manage. Um, and on the weekends, like in-game weekends, you can do certain activities that affect your moods, and your mood affects uh, bonuses that are applied to your stat raising. So, like, if, you, if your character is willful, is a mood, she gets bonuses to um, learning military skills, so you just, like, get extra points if you learn or if you put time toward learning military skills. However you get negative, like, what's the word? I don't know. You get negative modifiers to your ability to learn etiquette skills. Mm -hmm. So you're trying to figure out where you need to put your points and also trying to figure out how to best manage your mood to facilitate that point allocation, um, while also trying to keep on top of which countries you're at war with and which countries are your allies and who are all of these nobles that are in your court and which ones are going to be good to you and which ones are going to betray you and which ones are, like, trying to get married to
1: you. Uh, and you'll die a lot. You're going to die a whole lot. My my mental association with this game is mostly that, like, people leave really hilarious Steam reviews um, about it because it's all they're all being, like, super serious about the strategy of it of, like, no, you know, like, I went... I went super, you know, full-on horseback riding, and it just, it, you know, it didn't pan out, and, um, I, d- I don't know, just it, the weird juxtaposition of, like, these, like, guys talking about super hardcore strategy with kind of bro terminology, but, like, the subject matter is like, you know, oh, I needed to make more doilies that weekend, or, you <laughs> know, whatever it was.
0: It's actually, um, an interesting thing that I, I guess I'll just say, I didn't realize this until I sort of looked it up prior to this episode. Um, Hanako Games, actually, like, their development philosophy is that they make games that appeal, largely, they try to make games that appeal to girls, Mm -hmm. while also having a broader appeal, which I didn't know, and that's kind of interesting. Um, I mean, I think Long Live the Queen is pretty well received, which is cool, coming from a developer that mostly does, like, visual novels for girls.
1: Yeah, and, was and really a game about princesses. So.
0: Yeah. Um, another thing, I guess, that I also should have said is that Long Live the Queen is basically a nod to the old Princess Maker games, which are basically the same thing. Um, you have a princess that you're trying to raise up into a queen. Um, Do the same events it,
4: right?
2: take place across those 40 weeks every time you play? So, like, if you survive 20 weeks, then you'll know... What, like, all the political stuff that will happen? Maybe, you know, the actual things that kill you are always different.
0: But I mean, the overarching part. There are branching paths. Okay. So, like, if you... I know there's one part early on in the game where some guy sends you a necklace. And if you don't have the right, like, court etiquette skill, then you're like, oh, cool, this necklace is really pretty. I'm going to wear it. And you go to a ball later and you're wearing that necklace. And the guy's like, oh, you're wearing my necklace. That means that you want to marry me, Right. (laughs)
4: <laughs> and so you can oh, sure, either yeah. you can
0: either like marry him and that shuts off all of your other romance options or you can turn him down which will I'm assuming have repercussions in the future um like with his you know support of you as the queen. Yeah. So there are a lot of a lot of like branching paths to gotcha. my knowledge. So
1: yeah, I guess I, we'll find out.
0: I did a handful of playthroughs and none of them <laughs> none of them were very very much the same. So we'll
1: nice. see if we'll see if in the next two weeks any of us are actually able to get a full to get her all the way to queen. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I will.
0: I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you will. So you're going to you're going you're gonna to queen her so Than- good.
1: Thanarod will be the best princess. Yeah. I,
3: that is that is the idea. Yep. I was skeptical to this game, but I'm actually really hyped for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
0: it's fun. Like from what I've played of it, it's fun. Like you die a lot. And that just stokes the fires of like I'm gonna queen this girl so hard. (laughs) I guess I guess I have to also make sure I beat it because I have been awarded the title of Queeb, and since this is an anime game about making a girl into a queen, I feel like I have to defend my title. Otherwise, Chris is gonna become the new Queeb, and I will be shamed. That
2: no, that will never happen. You need fear nothing in that regard.
0: I don't know about that. So, yeah, that's right. Long Live the Queen. You can get it on Steam and GOG, and it's yeah, 10 I think bucks.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's 10 bucks on Steam, so... Yep.
0: So, I will post all those links.
1: So, before, try it out. Like it I sounds like it's super interesting. Yeah. And we'll come back uh, in two weeks with some stuff to say about it.
4: Yeah. yeah. And
1: post on our forums, in the, in the intervening two weeks, once you've played some of it, post on our forums about what you thought. I should give out grades. Um... <laughs> Uh Eve White and Jason both get an A this uh this time for having posted good stuff uh, us, about the mechanics
0: on the forum. Tell us what your most interesting death is. Yeah. I would love to see um, oh. I would love to see how, how we all die. I'm yeah. gonna
3: assume we do quite a lot of stupid death.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah so come to come to the forums, unbe- undefinedbehavior.com slash forum and tell us about how you died.
0: Yeah, tell us about how you died and um who you accidentally married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I guess we can plug streams. Uh you all probably know, but in case you don't, Wednesday night at nine PM Pacific is uh Sean Bouchard's play by play stream, which I believe we're still doing hack and slash, is that correct? As far as I know, yeah. Okay, I didn't I didn't hear anything about a different game, so I'm just gonna assume it's hack and slash. Which has been pretty cute so far. Yeah, I'm I think it's it's got a lot of it's got a lot of heart and it's got a lot of just cool game stuff going on. Yep. So that's I'm enjoying watching that. Kyla, uh, you stream? Yes. Yeah,
1: so I stream on Saturday nights, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific now, uh, at least as far as the rest of Hannibal goes. So I don't conflict uh, timeline-wise um, because it's moved to Saturdays now. Um, but yeah, so 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Uh, Saturday nights I stream right now I'm streaming Final Fantasy 6 on twitch.tv slash Cage Tiger, and if you want to have like precise updates about like when if I change times or if I'm streaming extra nights or something I'm at Kyla underscore go on Twitter and that's usually where I announce stuff like time changes
2: cool yeah and I do the Sunday game club which is every Sunday at 8 o'clock pacific time um and tonight we're finishing Kingdom Hearts, and then I don't actually know what we're going to do, but we're going to keep playing at that time. Uh, and I'm Thanarod everywhere. Um, I He's might thanarod. eventually do other He's things. He's
1: Thanarod on all his social medias. He's not thanar- slash Thanarod everywhere. Although that would be
0: Better. a good title He's for like, your blog. <laughs> you're, you're, you go to work and your boss comes in and says, Thanarod, we need to have a talk. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um,
2: but, uh, yeah, so that's that's... That's the whole thing with me.
0: Cool. <laughs> Anything else? I guess you can follow us at FeedbackForce on Twits. All of our all of our individual Twits are on
1: that one as well. And you're listening to this on SoundCloud. And you're listening to this on SoundCloud. Good job. Slash feedback dash force. Not FeedbackForce one word, which is actually I think not a user. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah.
0: It's whenever you put a space in, it just puts a dash there, which is okay. kind of annoying. Um... And the forums are at undefinedbehavior.com slash forum uh, for now. Until until forum migration happens, which that's true. Is the the address gonna
1: change when forum migration happens? Yes. Or is the address gonna be the same?
2: It would it it would all change.
1: Okay. Okay. So we will We'll let you know when that happens. Keep on top of that, yeah.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I mean I'm I'm sure we won't be the the only ones letting you know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but we'll we'll make sure at least that when that happens we don't tell you the wrong thing.
4: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, that's all right. which is all we can really do. So, okay. thanks for being with us. Thanks for playing games and talking about them and listening to the podcast and thanks for being just cool friend pals.
1: Yep. We'll talk to everybody over the next 2 weeks and then we'll talk about this game again. Yeah. This next Yeah.
0: Game.
1: Yeah. Right. Bye everybody. Great.
0: Right. See you later. Perfect.